Just to update everybody a little bit on the current events of our trip in America, Harry Slavin and I landed in America last Thursday, and we've been uh, all around Lakewood, and now we're in Baltimore. Baruch Hashem, the first day we arrived, we had the schluss to go to a bris, straight from the airport of a Talmud in New York, and afterwards there were two chasins in Lakewood. On Monday night, there was a very successful get-together barbecue in Lakewood by Heinz Teildam's house, which uh, brought everybody together. It was a tremendous experience. And now we find ourselves in Baltimore uh, by Rav Chaim Chernoff, who really is the one that uh, instituted the podcast, um, the podcast that we give just about a year and a half ago today. And I have the privilege of sitting in his uh, in his. Uh, Dining room, giving the podcast at this moment. Normally, we talk about the parsha, uh, parsha Shaftim. You know, when we arrived in America on Sunday morning, when I started to hear the Kol Shaifer, you know, it sort of like made me aware that it might be a good idea that we should talk a little bit about El. Let's talk about the message that we're supposed to get from the Shaifer. The Pasuk, in, uh, the Pasuk tells us, brought down in the Rambam, the Pasuk tells us, U mishnaschem, arouse and awaken those who are sleeping from their sleep, and those which are in their slumber, awake them from their slumber. <coughs> now, what does that mean? What does it mean we have to wait, awaken a person from a slumber when that's referring to when we blow the shaifer, that we wake up and arouse a person from sleeping? So there's a Sefer Ma'o Yisrael, which brings a very, very powerful marshal to, to get the message across of what we're trying to accomplish when we blow the Shefer in El, and especially in Rosh Hashanah. It brings a marshal that there was, once a, there was once a person who was found possibly guilty of killing somebody. And all the uh, evidence seemed to incriminate him. There were eyewitnesses that claimed that he, that he did it. They also had video footage of showing that he was responsible for killing this person. And the situation didn't look too good for him, that he's gonna, he looked like he was heading for a very long prison sentence. And he had a lawyer, which was very good. At one point, the lawyer stands up to the judge and says, Your Honor, before you incriminate or come to any decision, I have news for you that uh, very important information. Can we wait just a couple of minutes, okay? Within, within a few minutes from now, the actual person that everybody's claim, claiming that was, that was killed, he's, gonna, he's, he's alive and he's going to walk in the door in just a couple of minutes. So the judge said, really? Okay, so we have to wait. And everybody's waiting there and every time the door opened up, you know, the, first a, a janitor came inside, and then somebody came in to bring in drinks for the, for, the, for the people that were inside the room, and then there was some type of a sonographer, you know, secretary, people coming in. Every, after about 10, 15 minutes, the judge looks at the, the lawyer and says, this is ridiculous, what, what's going on here? He said, okay, I'll tell you the truth. It's not true. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, you know I, I made it up. But Your Honor, every single person inside this room over here doesn't know for sure that this person was killed. Everyone here believe me that, this, that when that door opens up, right, that the, the person who got killed is going to come and say, you don't know for sure. 
how could you go ahead and incriminate this person over here if he didn't? If if we don't know for sure that he killed him, everyone was like amazed. Wow, whole turnover in the courtroom. So the 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 judge said, you know what? We have to have a discussion. We have to bring all the judges together. And we have to have a discussion what to do about this. And he goes out of the room, and then all of a sudden the lawyer comes over to his you know to his client, and he says, let's 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 hope that this is going to work out. And the client is sitting there and says, okay. And they're sitting there waiting to, for the verdict. And it seemed like maybe now the judge, the judge is going to change the verdict. After a few minutes, like 10, 15 minutes, the judges come back in. And they stand up and they, they tell what they decided. That this person is 100% guilty. He's on his way to jail. So the lawyer looked up. But you still, how do you, you don't know for sure. We know for sure. What's your evidence? He says, it's because we had cameras in the courtroom. They were watching everything that's going on in the courtroom. Every single time the door opened up, every single person looked to the door to see who was coming in, except for the client, except for your client, except for your, your client over here, because he knew nobody's coming inside. He didn't have, he didn't have to look up to see that the person who, who he killed was was coming inside, because he wasn't paying attention to what was going on because he was disconnected from it because it wasn't relevant to him. When the shayfer is blown in Rosh Hashanah, the Mario Sol says. And that shayfa is blown, it's meant to wake us up. It's meant to, to make us aware that we have to take stock of our lives. We have to accomplish something. We have to do something. We have to make a, a, an effort to be able to put our lives together. And if we, don't, if we don't pay attention to it and we just slumber, then that shows we're not connected. We're not interested. We're not there to work. And that's, a, that's something which is a dangerous um, uh, you know, message that we give to Kaddish Baruch Hu and we give to ourselves. We just have to wake up. We have to be able to be aware and to understand you know, I have a friend of mine that was once trying to help out a couple that was going through shalom bias issues. And he's yeshivish. You know, yeshivish people, when they say that they, they listen, you know, when you talk to them, they have, a, they have words that they say, you know, I hear, I hear, I hear, right? And the lady was talking to him and trying to get out all of her difficulties and all her challenges. And he kept saying, I hear, I hear, I hear. But he wasn't responding to her saying anything. After about five minutes of her hearing, I hear, I hear, I hear, she yelled at him. She said, you hear, but you're deaf. You're not listening. So sometimes you have a person who could, the shaykh could be blown, they are coming there, but you're not internalizing it and letting it come inside you. If a person lets the shaykh just wake him up and realize, hey, life is much more important than the pleasures that I have in life. Life is much more important than the fun that I think I can have. There's a, there's a purpose to life. Let me think about what, how, where I was last year, where am I am today, where do I want to be next year? The person wakes himself up from it that's the schus that the person can bring himself to build his life. And that's the message that we get every single day in El, by davening when the shayfa is blown, that wakes us up to realize where we can go and what we can accomplish. Everybody should be able to, be able to hear that shayfa, both with his ears, both with his heart, and be able to internalize that message, to be able to give him the... The Kayach to be able to have a Ksivach Sima Taiva and a good Gebench Jar. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tuf.